Have you ever had a guy who's ghosted you, walked right past you while on a date with your friend, or come up with every damn excuse under the sun as to why you all can't be together right after you all had sex? Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but welcome to the world of fuckboys, a land filled with lies, loneliness, lust, and a hell of a lot of laughs. Whether you're gay, straight, or just going with the flow, as we love to say these days, we've all encountered an individual like this at some point. And on this podcast, we'll begin to explore who these men are on the inside, what it's like dating them, and how we can put back together the pieces of our broken hearts as we begin healing the fuckboy in us all. And yes, oh yes, women can have fuckboy tendencies as well, so girls, nobody's safe. So sit back, grab a really tall cocktail, and prepare to laugh, cry, scream, and possibly be triggered, but most importantly, begin to move on as we address our fuckboy problems. Good evening, this is the news. Good evening, this is the news. Good evening, this is the news. campaign between James and Phoebe really heating up now. Thanks. This is the fucking news. Is this the Krusty Krab? No! This is the fucking news. Hey everyone and welcome back to Fuckboys in the News, the portion of the show where if you're fucking up and you have no excuse for your actions, me, Justin Rain, your host, I'm going to call you out on them. First up on the list, we have Tory Lanez. He was recently praised for calling out the director of one of his videos for using colorism by swapping out a dark skin model for a light skin one. But... Things took a turn for the worse when the dark skin model hit him up on Instagram and blasted him by saying, hey, well, if you cared so much about me being featured, why didn't I actually make the video? She went even further to exclaim or I guess allege that it was all just a hoax to get the video and get the song in the press. The director followed up her statement by saying, hmm, interesting. Like a fuckboy, as they always do, they'll go to links to try to manipulate us and make us think something that just isn't true. And, Tori, it looks like this time the joke is on you. Next up, we have Daddy Fenty, a.k.a. Ronald Fenty. Rihanna's father is trying to walk in the footsteps of other low-down, dirty, famous fathers such as Jamie Spears by profiting off of his child's name as if she isn't probably giving him enough money. He has decided he's trying to trademark the Fenty name. Rihanna, she unfortunately has had to counter sue her father, which I'm sure probably is one of the most devastating moments ever in a child's life to have to sue your parent. But she had no choice because he was getting ready to launch a reality series, people, and try to create his own name, status, and brand market himself as Rihanna's father. And she knew that her fans would subscribe to this brand thinking that she would be associated with it. Yo, Daddy Fenty... There are lines that have to be drawn here. And you've definitely pulled a fuckboy move by trying to make some money up off of your daughter. Why can't you just hit her up and ask her because she give you a job? I'm pretty sure it would be way easier than trying to go to these links. Last up on the list, 
we have a boy who I have no sympathy for. His name is Kyle Kershaw. He, if you all might know, is a pro-gun survivor of the Parkland shooting, which was very devastating. We all know these kids actually rose up and a lot of them became motivational speakers, found their voices and started going out and making huge impacts in this world and got great responses and have been able to really continue their education. Unfortunately for Kyle, some of his actions have come back to bite him in the ass as they should have in my opinion. One of his classmates or friends or something of that nature went and released messages that Kyle had sent at 16 years old using the N-word, saying, I love using the word nigger. I love calling people nigger. You know what I call black athletes? Nigger jocks. Are you serious? Are you serious, Kyle? So... Harvard, guess what they did? Rightfully so. They rescinded his acceptance into their university. And I totally agree. Kyle went on to do this whole Twitter complaint where he felt like he was being wrongly reprimanded and these things all happened before the shooting and now he has a whole new perspective on life. Well, I'm sorry. I can't feel any sympathy for you. And then wait, on top of that, he tries to write all of this all off with the stupidest Boy who cried wolf excuse I probably ever heard. These are just things that boys do. So racism is something that a boy does. We'll put a pin in that for a second. On top of that, I don't care if you were 16 when you did it. You clearly are in your right mind because at 18, when the shooting happened, you all of a sudden were a motivational speaker and an activist and all these things. Two years doesn't make that much difference at that age. And two years doesn't make that much difference for most people once you have a fully developed brain. I'm sorry, Kyle. And you're a fuckboy for that. And if he was black and he did this, I'm pretty sure no one would care at all. So we have no sympathy for you, boy who cried wolf. Take the consequences for your actions and suffer, bitch. Bye-bye. I don't know what to do but to keep part two of my confessions. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to have my special guest here today on Fuckboy Problems. My good, good Judy and newfound What's brother, Mr. Jermaine Sellers from American Idol, Sunday's Best. Your husband's cheating, cheating on us. Oh, on us. On us. On us. Just a whole ass If you did not know, that show was on Bravo. Yes. He's getting Bravo checks. Bravo Liberty. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can hold a note. Yeah, a little bit. All right. A little bit. <laughs> Y'all, don't give me that look. He is toured with some of our faves. Monica, give us some of the faves. Monica, Kelly Rowland, Music Soul Child. Come on. Yeah. Love. All right. Anyway, let me stop. Gonna be another competition we're not, show. We're not, no, we no, are no, not. No, no, we no. are not. All right. All right. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for the invite. Y'all, y'all do not know how hard it was to get him up here. And this man is busy. Listen. Busy. This man is busy. Need he got hear, everybody. Everybody. He's that. booked, bitch. Need he is booked. In the words of Kelly Price, he is booked. But he actually is booked. Not as like are Price. you. As are you. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. So tell us all today. What's the episode called? It's called Mammy's. Bo- I mean, Mama's Boy. 
Mama's boy. Mama. He was about to say Mammy's boy. Mammy's boy. He might be a Mammy's boy. Well, if the mama ain't worth shit, then he's a Mammy's boy. Oh God. Uh huh. Damn. That's what it is. We talking about mama. You want to talk about mama? I want to talk about the Mammy. Uh, no, the boy that met the boy that the Mammy came from. Well, that's bad pussy. He came from from the rooter to the tutor. Exactly. He Uh, he came from bad pussy, then he's just bad. He's a mama's boy, but he's bad pussy. He's a bad seed. Ah, God, we just gonna pray for them. Yeah. What is this bad seeds name? Well, today I, I don't want to really, you know, get sued. Keep it anonymous, like that, allegedly. You know, so I'm gonna call him Th. Now, what does Th stand for? That hoe. That hoe where? Over there. Over there. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay. If y'all do not know, this is about to be a wild ride. Sit back. Brace yourselves. Oh, grab a cocktail. A I cocktail or a cock in your tail, baby. It's gonna be Maybe both. Maybe both. I okay. don't know. I'm just gonna pray for everybody and your ears. And All your right. holes. Let's get it going. Okay. So tell us how did you meet TH? Jacked. Jacked. Where were you at? You know, give us geolocate us, ride us down, okay. bring us Let's down. Let's see. I was walking down one forty fifth, one forty fifth, uh huh, and Broadway. Picture it, Sicily. Yes, what I, year? Yes, um, this was about a year and a half ago. Okay, two thousand end of two thousand seventeen, yeah, somewhere eighteen. Okay, mm-hmm. and what um, season was it? I want to know because see the it season. Was cold it tell you, Let me tell you, oh, it was cold outside. That means hoeing is not as prone. Listen. It is as prone. In the winter? In the winter in New York City. Uh, well, you know what? These I feel like, pe- I feel for, like they look for I a place like, to stay. I honey. feel like people are much more prone to boo up in the winter. That's not booed up. That's called what? That's called, Roommate? That's called hoboing. Hobo- hoboing. Hoboing. Oh, hashtag hoboing. <laughs> oh, my God. They looking for shelter. They looking for shelter. And, and that's warm. what that hoe was looking for. Okay, so. She me. originally moved here from Florida. So, seeing snow was like a culture shock to her. Okay, so you meet this hoe, Bo, mm-hmm. via the pages, mm-hmm. as, as one of our good friends called you on the pages. Yeah. Shout out to Cameron. He calls them the pages. Okay. So, well, well, we, well, I don't like the pages no more. I had to take it off of my phone because you know, of this hoe. Release yourself. Go ahead and release yourself. So, this hoe, basically, he sent me. Well, we met up. I didn't know that he was because New York. What was the exchange when you all were? I because I need the deets because Jermaine gonna tell him. So I'm gonna dig deep, y'all. Oh, Not like these other people on the show. Jermaine well, gonna tell it. So how did this exchange go via the Jack? I seen him on Jack. You I seen him on Jack. A cute little. He Latin. had his picture out. Yeah. All right. I thought he was a little cute Latin boy. You know. That's your spice. That's your flavor. Well, at the time it was. I don't want nothing darker than me. I, that's what I felt. I was a good country girl from Chicago. So you wanted something light and right. Yeah, and that I was wasn't gone. used to the Latino boys. Like oh, so that here. was something different. Yeah. You wanted to try. You wanted to try some plantains. Yeah, and, and it was wrong. You want a little arroz con pinga or whatever the fuck that is. But uh, <laughs> rice. With, you want some rice? I with want dick. some rice and what? rice and dick. Rice and with dick. dick. Yeah, arroz yeah, yeah. con pinga. I needed it, and at that moment, <laughs> I needed it. Was the flavor for that season. So he was. I then met the child. Mm-hmm. That same day. Yeah. You just were you? Did you go right then while you were out? I, or did you have to go home and well, prepare? See, or were you already prepared? Let me let you know what the real read was. Uh-huh. I could not go to his place. Uh huh. Because he was staying in the SRO. 
What's the SRO for the people out there that don't know? Girl, the SROs out here is called single room occupancies, where okay. they can no longer have anybody else staying in their place. So you can't have, have visitors? Visitors or nothing. Okay. So I was, Is this given by the state? I don't know if it's given by the state. I don't know what it's given by. Because I, I don't think, because if I run a room, I should be able to have anybody I want in my he room. He told me he got his room off of 145th in Lexington. It's a place called Rooms on the Go. Okay, this must be a special rule. I knew it was me. Okay, so... And, and, and in the process, basically, I basically told him to come over to my house. Okay. You know, we met. Come I, on, come yeah. on, knock on my door. All of the above. All of the above. He came over when he uh-huh. came into my place. How did he look? Did he look clean like he had taken a shower? He looked like he took a bath. Come on. One thing I can say, that bitch, her pussy was so clean, bitch, I could have stuck my whole fist up in her stomach, bitch, and it came out clean. Yes. Well, Why your mouth open like that? I just, I'm just, uh, you know, Latin is a different flavor. It's special. I, I guess I was just salivating on it. Not salivating. I was salivating, salivating. thinking about it. Don't, don't get uh, moving forward. Okay. So he so comes he, over. He comes over. Now wait, now wait. I, I just thought about that as I came back down. What happened? Because I was up. What happened? Okay, so you said you could have stuck it. It I was so clean. Stuck, it was so clean. what was the exchange about what was supposed to take place? Because see, that's I know who you are, and I know your ministry. Uh, what's my you ministry? Are the ministry what's my ministry? You are the ministry of bottoming and fleeting anonymous. Listen, but or not? <laughs> it's not always anonymous, but anonymous is fine. Well, my whole thing the school is, of, the it's, school it's of. The, you remember that song? Who's zooming? Who? Who's what? Who's zooming? Who? Who's zooming? Who? No, yeah. who is that by? Uh, it's an old, old song. I, I can't bet. Remember it. Oh, bitch! No. Why you looking at me like this? <laughs> no, I'm playing. Okay, so, so tell me about so this song. My thing is, if my dick is when y'all had it, when y'all had it, that's your rule. Yeah, if my dick bigger than yours, I'm your topic. You. Yeah. Okay. That's how I feel. But you don't like to fuck. I it, if it's a cute little Latin boy with a fat ass, I will fuck. Him. So the exchange was he was coming there to bottom. He was coming there to verse. He was coming there to flip. Yeah, but so he was gonna flip it, top it, dip it, drop it, all of that. Yeah, but unfortunately, he didn't have enough dick to say grace over. So in the process of it, I turned around and I topped him, and with me topping him, he got dickmatized. Because for any bottom that's topping, they gonna fuck you the way that they like to be fucked. Yeah, because you know what you want. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So I fucked the shit out of him, and basically, well, not literally fucked the shit out of him, but you slayed him. Got it. I slayed him. And then I let him spend the night, which I shouldn't have done Okay, that. so what made you... Let's stop right there. Mm-hmm. What made you... Because what time was this when he came over? Um, It probably was around like 7, 8 o'clock. Okay, so this was the evening meetup. Yeah. Got it. So you let No, him we sp- met up twice. Yeah, I met up twice we, the same day? Yes, in the same day. So he came earlier the day. No, I met him on 145th. Oh, see, I met him. Y'all met in person. Y'all met in person and spoke. We met in person, spoke. Then I guess that's when he did the process. So did y'all his... mess around right there? No, 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 no. We didn't y'all do just that. Spoke. His no, pussy I'm... wasn't ready. Y'all could have played around with it right there. No, I don't do the public, honey. I'm I'm on television. Did you forget? Well, I mean, you're telling us what you're I doing, so I, I hello. Can't, I can't do things in public, bitch. I don't want to go to jail. That's a Don't scandal. go to jail. That is a scandal. That is a scandal. Scandal. I mean, and I am a gospel singer, you know. You but... know, speak to the people. Hit those knees you and know. bless them. Hallelujah. Anyways, <laughs> all right, be a vessel. <laughs> I was, and his booty hole was a vessel too. 
Oh, mm-hmm. God. It was just open. Thine ass was good. It was very open. Bless. But nonetheless, so I let him spend the night when he did come over. What made you let him spend the night is what I want to know. His what about story. Him? His story. What was his story? About his mama. What was his mom? What, what was the story with his mama? His mama. Mamita. His mama was real trifling. She trifling. But he, Mi looked, madre. he, looked, Mi madre. Up, he looked up to his mother. Like, only to find out that his father was his mother's first cousin. Okay. Now that's a scandal. At Lord, least he didn't come out looking afflicted. Well, he actually never mind. You was fine with it, so you I can't talk about it. You can't first. talk. You can't talk about how I he was looked fine now, because you said you was happy. I, I was happy with the pussy. You was happy with the face too. Yeah. Cause you let it. Cause you was fine. That's what you saw on the page. You are not about to read me right now. I am. I, I can't am. Take as, a, it. as a friend. I was, Hashtag I was, as a friend. I was. I. I you I was, was fine like, with what you saw. I was. Don't I was, double back. Oh, shut up, bitch. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you now. You not letting me tell you what happened. Then tell me. I felt like I felt sorry for him though, because when I heard the story, I was just like, okay. So his mama, you know, she wasn't that good of a mother. She okay. Slept with her cousins and stuff like that, and in the process, she created this guy that was really cute. But mm-hmm. monkeys and babies are cute. Okay. You don't get that part, do you? I'm gonna move forward. You don't get that part because I'm do not you? gonna equate a monkey with a baby, and I don't want that on me. Listen, monkeys and babies are cute. That's what you when you see someone, some infant animals are cute, and some so and did some y'all catch infant, that shade? And some infants did y'all catch that cute. shade? So he was cute to me. I said that he was cute. He was cute. Mm-hmm. His story Im- implored you to want to let him stay tonight. I don't think it was just his story. I, I think I, it was his hole. His hole was good too. And you but were like, you got to think. You, I was thirty some years old, and I had never been in a relationship. So, so you I, saw potential in already having a relationship with him in that yeah. night? Hell yeah, because I felt sorry for him. You got to think. But feeling so, question for you. Oh, Jesus of Latter-day Saints. Yes, call on him. Because you about to be, you about to have your oh, mind blown. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Why would you equate feeling sorry for someone to as potential to be a partner? Because I felt like someone, I was build a bear hole. So you're a, so can you just acknowledge, okay, you had a history or you were predisposed to date people who you needed to build up. Are you saying that that's kind of how no, you I never had fun. the history of it. I just felt like this was something So this new. is your first time ever dating someone. Yeah. So you saw potential in him? I did. Okay. After hearing the story. After hearing the story. What about him? Ha- what about him had any potential in it? Because I didn't hear no potential yet. Other, well, than you te- other than you telling me about your mama, that's just a sob story. Not, not my sob- mama, his not mama. A, not his mama, excuse uh-huh. me. It's not a sob story. Well, he that. was an aspiring... Um... What? He, what? he wanted to do fashion. You know, what, I felt like since of, me like being, designing, like designing. Okay. So I felt like with me being in the industry, I could, you know, connect him with the people that he needed to be with. Mm-hmm. And in the process of me doing it, I was just like, okay, well, he has no drive. This boy told me that he don't want to work in the wintertime. So what does he do in the winter? What do most girls do in the wintertime in New York City that are cute? Okay. So he 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 opted for sex work. Thank you. Got it. No. I'll fill in your blank. And he let somebody fill his hole. Basically. But I was that good person, the hospitable person. He came in, he seen I had a nice place. He seen it, you know, it was it felt like home for him. Do you think he was genuinely attracted to you? I don't. You don't? I don't. Okay. Well we'll get he tells you story by his mother, you let him spend a night. What happens now? He spends a night and as he he's leaving, I then say to him, Um, are you sure you're good? So in the process, I basically, you know, I made sure that he was okay. 
How do you make sure that he's okay? I gave him some coins. You gave him some coins. Off top? Off rip? The first day? I I say it's $20, you know, in case you get home. Okay, well, $20 ain't much. But that's a gateway drug because you're already sending a message that if I need something. Well, educate me, bitch. I'm just telling you. You know, in a different world, children okay. come to the school of Hogwarts, school okay. of Ho's life. Okay. Yes, I am Professor Hoare. Well, no can more. You, can you teach me that way? No, because you you was the person that we was working over. Why well, would I teach uh, you? So that, that no. way I'll be prepared for the next hoe. No, no. But I mean, I think any time where you're first meeting somebody, you should, ne- you should never bring money. I also don't believe in letting people see your place when you first start dating somebody when you don't know who they are. Just because, you know, like me, I'm a proponent for doing an appraisal. So I want to see, and when I call an appraisal in my, in the previous episode with the mail, Mr. I got you next time. I always say, okay, I want to see where you work. I want to see how you live. I don't want to see that you're financially independent. Mm. And that doesn't mean that you need to live on the level that I live. You need to work while I work and you need to spend money how I spend money, but Mm. you need to be completely and wholly self-sufficient within yourself. Absolute of me. Okay. Copy. Amen. Uh-huh. So, well, this and is, getting this all needs to be a book. And getting all of that, and getting all of that from you when I first meet you, I'm going to know that okay, at no point would you come to me and ask me unless we were at that place and it was going to be a real thing. Every bill that you have, you can take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Everything that you need, you can purchase yourself. If we go out to dinner, I know that you could pay for dinner yourself. Mm-hmm. If you cannot, that's why I tell people, if you question someone's financial independence, always go Dutch on the first date. If you question whatever story they told you, how they presented themselves to you, go ahead and call their bluff. And if they asked you out, if you want to be that person, I mean, it's something a little bit more common with women than it is with men. But, if- but some of these bottoms think that they are women no they feel they like do and that's and that's to... when and that's when you remind them of who you are another person you're just another person this motherfucker sitting over here looking like a whole goddamn chocolate bar i am and sexy and as i hell. pay and, every one of he, my bills and he can get any boy that he wants so with him saying this right now it's kind of not like i hear your rules and regulations sis but at the same time you can have whatever are you, you saying mine is biased yes okay well let me be because you can that have i can Reje- I've, I've been rejected when exactly I'm- not in this life or the next one boo so what you're not gonna do is sit here and give me rules and regulations on how to deal with a girl because this is the point that i'm saying you should never give someone money but you should upon first it. meeting them you shouldn't take it either but have you have i uh-huh. no i always gave it back 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 when i was in atlanta a man came up to me at a club on a friday night i was out with my friend aj who was the producer of the show shout out to alfred chambers jr you can find him hey, on social AJ. media at a chambers jr and he came up to me while we were out um at the club with my friends he bought us all drinks took care of us all this stuff that's fine that's fine for that's you nice. no me and all my friends he but bought he bought us a section everything yeah it was because of you. Sid. Went to that. Well, now wait. Let me finish. Let me tell you a story. Okay. Sick after hours. Next day, he asked me, "Whatever, can I see you? Can I see?" You? I said, "Sure." We went out. 
or whatever, went out to dinner. I asked my friends, I said, okay, where should I go to dinner? I don't know Atlanta. So we went out to dinner. Da, da, da. He was like, you want to go shopping? I was like, no. He was like, come on, me at the mall or whatever. Yeah, do I want to go shopping? So uh-huh. I met him at the mall and he was like, do you want some new earrings? Because I had lost my earrings. Uh-huh. And I had told him or whatever. He was like, you, he was like, here, come on, we can go to Tiffany or whatever, get you some new earrings. I said, no. Girl, in the back of your mind, you wasn't saying no. No, but I did say no because you set a standard and you set a barometer for what you will accept and what is okay. You said no from the outer because of the fact of you knew in the back of your mind you were saying, bitch, Tiffany's. Girl, this man got coin. No, because I don't need his coin. Probably not at that moment in time. Now now you don't don't need need his coin, but back then you probably was like, Back then when? This is fun. This is fun. I look like that's But that's when you create financial independence on your own. All those things. And even if you don't, no. But I didn't have to do it off my back. You are talking to a 36 year old I didn't have to do it off my back. You are talking to a 36 year old I've stripped. I've escorted. I've done all that. I've done all the above. I ain't ain't stripped, but I have escorted. And it's been for many pastors in this industry. So what I'm trying to tell you is at that moment and at that current time, you were probably thinking to yourself, why spend mine when I can spend yours? The thing is, okay, if you give, if you give a person this opportunity to think that this is what you're worth and that this is the entry point into having access into your life, then that will always be the standard that you set. I don't believe in starting at that level or starting at that standard. With with anyone, whether taking money or giving money. I don't believe in setting a standard where like monetarily, that's the entry point into anyone's life. Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Were you attracted to this guy? Yeah. In what way? I was attracted to him physically and, and financially. What if, if you can think of one thing that he had that really attracted you to him that night that you? I loved his skin. Him? He had great skin. His skin. Yeah, pretty eyes. Yeah, and good teeth. Why? Why wouldn't you give him the chance to be in a relationship with you? Because he don't need to be in a relationship with me. He needs to be in a relationship with Jesus. I'm. I'm in a relationship with me. What's the name of the show? The name of the show. You're on fuckboy problem. And you was a fuckboy at that how, moment. How in time was I a fuckboy? Because you knew that you did not want to be with that man. You no, but I told, him, I told him but that see, as well. Thing, when you have to I think, told him I wasn't available as well. You have to think from vanity standpoint. When uh-huh. people first see you, they see something that is very, very attractive. They want to be with that because of the because of the vanity. They don't see anything outside of it. And then when they meet you and you have a and great personality. And that's their biggest mistake. Well, they see your personality and that makes them like you even more. But in the process, you like, girl, I am friend zoning you ahead of time already. I, so and I let you is. know you friend zone. thank you for these Tiffany earrings. I did not take the earrings, you all. Okay. I didn't need the earrings. I bought my own earrings later, and I was much more proud because of it. Because you got them yourself. Yes, I got them for myself. I'm proud of you, sir. Thank you. And they're shining. Thank you. At the end of the day, you knew you had no intentions on dating that man, though. No, I thought about dating him, and I thought, okay, I thought about, okay, am I emotionally available to date this person? No, which I was not. So that was what kept me from even entertaining it. That's what kept me from spending the night. He had pulled up his Delta app and asked me to pick a flight right now. Like, come to me. I'll come to you. When can I see you? I don't want to wait another week to see you, like, in the next few days. Did he not, AJ? But what would get him to that? Nothing at all, because I haven't done anything. I'm not saying, like, you had to do anything sexually you no what i'm it. saying like i ain't even but like we were just we were just having we were just having a having conversation on a social standpoint i hear you sis but from a vanity standpoint when boys see you they see something that is completely like a trophy outside of once they get to know your personality they mm-hmm. automatically see okay i'm i'm falling in love with the person that i'm actually meeting and he actually looks sexy to me so it's easy for you 
But for the other person, it's very, very much like, okay, girl, I'm in a non-ending battle. I'm a Spartan right now. So you gonna pull out? You gonna pull what you bitch, can? I got to do what I, I gotta do in order to get this boy, and that's how that man probably felt. And it probably was questioning him to find out that you probably weren't in a relationship if you were at that moment. Uh Uh-huh. Mama's boy. Back to the mama's boy. (laughs) So, this mama's boy, you give him $20. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. I don't know how this guy on me. But I'm going to leave this in here. I'm going to leave. No, I'm going to leave that in there because I feel like it's going to be a message for somebody. Jesus. In the process of, I gave him the $20 and I said, Uh so what came next after that? Um... I would say probably two weeks later, I was letting him move into my place. So, how much communication were you all having between when he he left your place? After that day, he never he never stopped coming over. It was like so he came over every day, every day, and it slowly was it every night at nighttime he was coming or was it during the day? Day What was his hours? Day and night. It didn't. It didn't matter. Okay. I mean, I'm baby. Well, no, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to grasp like. I've working girl, I'm trying. I'm trying to grasp like working girl hours. Like no, no, it, no, 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 no. He literally he would come over some days in the, in the daytime, some uh-huh. days at night. But either way it goes, he would completely be there overnight. Like he slowly started moving his things into my house. Yeah. And I was, did you know about it? No, I wasn't paying attention. To you wasn't paying attention. He would I'm just be gonna, leaving stuff there. He would leave stuff. Like he would leave clothes, un- underwear. First of all, you already know from down south, myth. If a buy, uh, somebody leave their underwear at your house, you can't get rid of them. Mm, so nah. well, damn, that's a new one. No, that's an old. If one, somebody leave, if some, I'm saying, don't let them leave their drawers at your house. It's just like burying their drawers in your backyard, bitch. Oh, mind blown! Mm-hmm. Yeah, God. that's an old folks' myth. That's a, that was a a, that was one. the mistake. So, baby, he ended up moving in with me. And, and what up, made you okay with letting him move in? Because you already knew he had a room of his own. So why did he need your room? Because I felt like I wanted to take care of him. I felt like I wanted to. I wanted to be that person to help him get out of the slum that he was in. What was the slum that he had described to you that he was in? I need to understand for context. I mean, and the first people of all, out there. knowing that where he came from. Okay, but that's not where he's at. It's he, a lot of people came from nothing, but that's not where they at. I can't tell right now because it still looked like he floating up shit creek without a paddle. That's on yeah. him. And, but that was on it wasn't on him if he I feel like if you're in a relationship with me I feel like as a so man, had you all had a conversation about being in a relationship at that point we had talked about scene? it but again I'd never been in a relationship before so for me this was the first time that I had let someone come into my house got that close to them and then the sex was you know the sex was good for me as a top but then it got to a point to where he wasn't giving up no dick then I met the mother you let him move in when did you meet his mother how long had you all been dating Real talk. I didn't let him um, move in. I met the mother probably two or three months afterwards. But see, with me being on television, I I never take into consideration of the celebrity part of it. I want people to know that I'm regular like them. So I didn't look at all of that. I didn't look at all of that. So it was more so me showing him who Jermaine is, not Jermaine Sellers, Mm -hmm. the person that you've seen on television. So I let him move into my house. I went and met his mother. His mother was a fan of mine the whole nine yards. But then they started to think that I have all this money. Mm-hmm. So then it got to a, pro- a, a uh, yeah, you know where I'm going with this. Continue. So when I finally met his mother was at his sister's baby shower that I ended up having. Is this to. in Florida? This is in Florida. Okay, so y'all I fly, fly to Florida. Us, I fly us both out to Florida and I meet the mother. And time I met the mother, she was like, oh, I was a fan of yours when you was on Sunday's Best, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking this is a nice, wholesome, you know, like church lady or whatever. And she accepts But you story. already know this story about her. 
I so do. what would make you think that she's a nice, wholesome lady because if she was fucking her cousin? Presentation is everything. When I first met her... So you me. thought she had changed her life? Yeah, time she... I meet her. It's, I loved you on Sunday's Bash. You know, you should sing for me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, or maybe she just did research on you when he told you. Who, no, when he told her he, no. who she was dating. She just naturally knew who she you was for what real? She did. She okay, did. Okay, good. So then, well, that's good. I ended up paying for the sister's whole baby shower while I was there. I'm telling you, I have walked around with a dunce hat on. Being here in in New York, New okay, York, literally in the beginning stages of. The I'm phase, not gonna ask you how much it costs because I probably would just end the show right there. No, you wouldn't. How much did you pay for this baby show? It was only like seven hundred dollars. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not so bothered. I'm not. I'm not so bothered by that. I'm not yeah. so bothered by that. Oh, but thank God. The, the whole point is, she knew that I had some money, I, and I went so far because I do hair and all the rest of that stuff. I'm multi talented, so the sister needed to sew in. I'm talking about I did the whole nine yards. Wow. So it went. That you far. loved him. I did love him. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, did. No, him. I think you loved him for sure. I did. Okay, so you do the baby shower. Okay, things continue on for how long before you guys start hitting some roadblocks or issues? Uh, a year and a half. So you guys dated for a year and a half. A year and a half. And that's then the that's, longest relationship I've ever And had. then you guys hit a roadblock. What mm-hmm. is the roadblock that you all finally hit this year and a half? You haven't been fucked in this whole year and a half. Who? You. Haven't been what? You said you weren't getting fucked. Like in Not the by him. Yeah. Oh, but you were being fucked by someone else. Oh, was that part of the agreement in the relationship that Ooh. you... That, Oh, so karma comes back. Now, the person that that was fucking you in your ass. She don't know me. She knew you? Uh-uh, because I... She knew your rectum? Yeah, so... <laughs> and you are getting in this relationship. I mean, I didn't... And I you didn't... are getting... Nah, I got... It's my turn now. Okay. You on my okay. couch. And getting in this relationship. Let me understand the terms and conditions in this policy. Mm-hmm. So you all get in this relationship. Are you guys... Did you at what point did you all become official? We became official within the first what three three four months. Okay, okay. Are you all? Did you all agree to be in a monogamous relationship? It was monogamous in the beginning. Yes. It okay, was. you all agreed to be monogamous. Did you know about his sex work when you all agreed to be in a relationship? No. What, at what point did you find out that he was a sex worker? Eighth month. Okay, at the eighth month. Know. At that point, were you all still being monogamous? I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. You I, weren't. I got to a point to where. Um, if I have to continue to keep going through your phones and stuff like that, but his mother. Okay, so you were so you were suspicious about what he was doing. At what point did you get suspicious about what he was doing? Um, when you can't answer my phone call around twelve midnight and you're not in the house and we live together. So he stopped coming home like he normally was consistently. Yes, consistently. Okay, so you start going through his phone. You find out what he been fucking everybody. I mean, like. His his name right now in New York is the hot. He's on the hot box. I don't know what the hot box is. What is the hot box? The hot box is that pussy stay hot and she like. Is it like a Tumblr page? What is this? It's he's on Tumblr. He's on Kick. He's on. I didn't even know that you can meet people off of um. What's the WhatsApp? I didn't know that. Like, there's a thing called Big O. What is Big O? B I G O. Um. It's an, app- dot com? It's, it's an application that you download on your phone where you can meet different people. I didn't know about all of this stuff. I'm completely like stupid to it because the only thing I knew about was Jacked and Grinder. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, those are the only places that I can really hide my face and, you know, meet people. But when I found out, it was it was kind of like I called his mother. I told his mother, I said, you know. Teenage. Why did you call his mother? I felt like me calling his mother because, me calling his mother 
she probably would have said, okay, you have a good man right here. Don't fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? I created some type of relationship with her, but then to know that she's the fucked up individual that she is, he come from bad pussy. So therefore, him coming from bad pussy is But like, I'm not seeing where she's messed up yet. Okay, in the process. I'm Reach telling his time. mother that he's he's cheating on me. The mother is coaching him on not, how not to fuck up her money. Fuck up his money. Oh. That's why I said. He was a mama's boy to the fullest, but his mother was also telling him, bitch... If he's you, catching you here and here and here. Yes. I'm catching... I'm, I'm seeing what he's doing before he does it. So I'm ahead of him. I'm a step ahead of him. And the only reason why I know this is because I'm a mama's boy myself. So mm-hmm. my mama's like, oh, he ain't answering the phone? Oh, his mama is telling him what to do. His mama is telling him. So then I eventually called the mother, like I said. When we called the mother and telling her, she's like, well, maybe you should just be a little bit more patient with him because, you know, his childhood was fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's fucked up because of you. Not because of me. Not mm-hmm. I didn't make him become a hoe. I, he didn't ever see me be a hoe. I didn't turn into a hoe until the process of me finding out he was hoe and cheating on me. Mm-hmm. But you're telling him how to be slick about it. Mm-hmm. In the process of all of that, did you ever confront him? Of course. And so you confront him at what, eight months or six I months or eight months? I confronted him when I came into my house after leaving to go to the GLAAD Awards in Atlanta and there was shit stains on my wall. On your wall? On my wall, bitch. I don't know how the shit got on my wall, bitch. I don't know if he had a, a kink thing that he was doing with somebody. But literally, on the crevices of my motherfucking wall, there was shit. Okay. And I'm sitting here saying, bitch, did you have, did you take a laxative? Did you do something or uh, what happened? So then I went into my mode of, this is my Google gadget mode where I went through my recording. He didn't know. I had done went on to wish, got the, uh, what you call that thing? The Uh smoke detector camera. That looks like a camera. I got the plug-ins. So I I didn't want to go that far, but I had to go that far. Okay. And I seen the whole process. That's when I confronted because now. So you see him cheating up, bringing people into y'all. More than That's a lot. You confront him with yes, the evidence. I confront he him. He says what? It wasn't him. He didn't do it. But you're showing him. I'm showing him. This and is he's him. saying that's not him. It's a Leo thing. So he's saying, no, that's not a Leo thing. That's a you want to die. First of all, I'm not going to jeopardize my career for somebody that don't have a job. Yeah, so you show, him this, you show him this evidence. He's like, it's not him. I asked him to leave. Okay. He then tells me he doesn't want to leave. I, I tell him that he has to leave. In the process, we end up fighting. Like physically? Physically. Okay. People out there, if y'all are listening, do not move anybody into your house for over 30 days in New York because you cannot get them out. Squatter's right. Squatter's right. You won't be able to get them out. I cannot get the girl out, but I want to step above her. I don't want to tell that part. You can tell it. Uh, I went and got a restraining order. And then they had to get out. Mm -hmm. That was smart. Yeah. But I beat myself up. Bitch, I was like, whatchamacallit, um, what's the name of that movie with Martin Lawrence? Where she had beat herself up. Thin love. Thin line between love and hate. You beat yourself up for real? Bitch, I I scratched myself. I did the whole nine yards and went down that police station like a battered white woman, bitch. I sat down there crying and everything. I said, he has hit on me. He has done everything to me. I'm an actor. It makes sense. He had to get out that same night. That worked. It did, and I'm confessing. That's not at the eight months in. This this is in the eight months in. Okay, so yeah. you get but y'all was together a year and a half. So what yeah. happened? How does he come back? What, so you I, got him kicked out. Yes. You did all of that. I you went through all, all of, of that, that trouble. I did. How does he find his way back? I have a Cinderella spirit. I have too big a heart. So I, he finds his way back out. He comes over to the house. How did why does he come over? Why is he why are you even in communication with him? Isn't that in violation? 
it was. But he wanted to come back over. He wanted to talk about the situation at hand. The you know. Why wasn't he blocked? Bitch, why I've did... been lonely here. Why did I he... have been lonely in New York City? Is a really big city. Okay, and... but you had there were thousands of other men on this app just waiting for you. No, because I gave up on the app. Well, you had slept with other people in the midst of him cheating on you, so you could have hung out with them. You could meet some more out and about. You didn't need to keep that door open. Listen, I was my first relationship. I just want to know what was it about him. That would make you accept him blatantly disrespecting you and looking you in your face and not even telling you the truth. Ask yourself that. I'm, I'm going to tell you what it was. And here's where I go into my own personal business. I seen my mother be with a man for 46 years. Okay. And my dad cheated on my mother. But my mother showed that she could be the strong, you know, the backbone of the family. And deal with it all. And deal with it in some type of way. So I figured... I could do the same thing. If my mother can do it. So that was my thing. I I, I pride myself in, in being like my mother. Okay, but where does exemplifying those characteristics that your mother displayed go to the point to where now you're harming yourself, you're damaging yourself, you're pouring things into your spirit now that aren't for the betterment of you? Do you at least acknowledge that now? I do. Now okay. I do. I do now. Well, that's but good. back then I didn't know because, again, it was my it was first, your first relationship. relationship. I'm 34 years old. At the time, I never experienced what it was to be with one specific individual. And you're like, I'm going to fight for this. I wanted to fight for this situationship. That's what it was. It wasn't a real relationship. It was a situationship. I'm in New York City. You know, there's I I didn't really have a lot of friends out here at the time. I'm always, you know, looked at through a telescope because of me being seen on television. And then I find a guy that I actually fell in love with or I felt like I loved. So this is all I had to cling to. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then in the process of that eight month period of time, my grandmother ends up passing. So he was there for that process. Which he was, was, was he was supportive during that? He was supportive of that. Oh, that's that. great. So for so me... So he didn't have all bad characteristics. Well, yes, he did. Because when we went home from my grandmother's funeral, he tried to make that about him. So it's kind of like, it was, it was me constantly running into a brick wall with this one specific individual. Okay. So I had to get to a point where I was just like, okay... Jermaine, at what point in time will you get tired? You're actually taking care of this man. This man does not want to work. This man's, you know, mother is basically telling him that she needs money and he doesn't have the money. So you're sending money home. You're taking money from your own pocket and your family's pocket too as well to help take care of this boy's family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I felt like I had a horrible individual that I let in a toxic individual into my life, Mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't realize it myself, but. Yeah. Sometimes you lose just to win again. So he comes around. He wants to meet. He wants to talk about the situation. He comes around. He wants to talk about the situation. Sex and sex came up. You know, you light up a blunt and you have a cocktail. And, and y'all have sex. Which opens it back up. Because you know that. Then that's... he spends the night. And at what point did something go wrong again? At any point did you bring up, okay, if we're going to do this, things have to change. Things cannot be how they are. I don't think we even had that conversation. What ended up happening was. See, y'all just let things be what it was. We, we just pick back up from where we started from the somewhat good part but then i i went through the phone again you know but no you couldn't have been you can't be mad y'all didn't establish any rules this is true you're the double spawn advocate with that being said Mm -hmm. i I let him come in again we go into the relationship all over again and then i find out he's sleeping with someone named it's a winslow's first name winslow like steven winslow laura winslow his name is steven steve yeah okay we'll call steve winslow Hey, Steve. 
And so um, he's sleeping with Steve, who is a friend of yours that he knows. Well, an associate because I met him. Does your man know that Steve is an associate of yours? No, he doesn't. Oh, okay. So how do so how do you find out through going through his phone? Going through his phone. Okay. Me going through his phone, I ended up seeing a text message. That Does Steve a, know that y'all mess with no. y'all are together? Okay, no. so everybody's innocent right now. Everybody's kind of sorta, except for me. Well, Steve is innocent. Yeah, he was. Your man, not innocent. Yeah, and I wasn't. Well, technically, your man is still innocent because y'all didn't set no rules. Kind of whole ass shit is that? that Ain't no whole ass shit that's called transparency. 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 If you did not tell me that you want to be in a monogamous situation, that you did not tell me that, hey, one, you've already confronted me about. The fact you that catch we it. I paused. You caught me escorting. You caught me doing what was wrong. You taking a person back after they've done that and proven that to you blatantly is you, whether you're consciously or unconsciously again, saying it, that saying I, that again, it's okay. But again, I said that I had to. So if you did not bring on, it up. But if you, no, but baby, I'm just saying if, if you didn't bring it up. ass around my house if I've had to go get a restraining order on you and all the rest and of and you stuff taking me ready. back tells me that now you've accepted no, that no that should tell okay. you as a human being no, that, that I should, love you you don't live I on exception you. but you don't live on assumptions well, okay. you live on clarifications so, you live on truth that's some fuckboy shit that's not that fuckboy fuck shit. shit yes it that's, is because if a you person you have to explain to people what you want to get it you can break it down to somebody in dumbass you didn't break it down to nobody you could say it to them personally like in so in different languages and they still will gonna do what no, they gonna do. No, use English. Be verbal. That's the only language. That so I gotta tell you, nigga, if, if we fucking, Even, if I'm sitting here telling this man that I love you, if I'm showing you that I love you, and I'd have had to whoop your ass to prove my pe- love for plenty you. Plenty of people love you, and they'll be in an open relationship with you, will they not? I don't want an open relationship. But you did not clarify that to him. I did. did you I not? should have had to do that. No, you should have. Because if you if, didn't if want you it are, to continue, if you are in a relationship with somebody, and you really love that person, you are not gonna sit there and basically cheat on them and blatantly hurt them because it's someone that you love. But you took him back so to him he could be like okay well he knew what I was doing. No well he said to himself this is a dumb bitch and I'm going to get what the fuck I need to get out of him. That's what he said. There was no love involved in it. He never you cannot possibly love someone or anything like whatever Mm -hmm. you cannot love this thing and then you hurt it or break it. There's no possible way that... I think that's true as well. You shouldn't want what to. I'm, no, I, I don't think you should either. But what I'm saying is, a person can rationalize that you accepting them back after that, and you not clarifying that anything needs to change is, things can continue on. That's and you just said yourself, you all picked up from the good part. You all didn't like establish any rules. Didn't establish that, hey, okay, if we're going to come back into each other's lives, and this is just advice for anyone that breaks up and makes up. Because I'm the breakup to... I've I've broken up and making up. If you're going to break up and make up, you have to establish new rules of engagement. Why? You got to establish that. This is... Okay, because the previous way you... The previous way you were doing it wasn't working. So now you got to explain that, okay, this is where we're at and this is what needs to be done to try to accomplish this mutual goal that we say that we want to accomplish. I'm going to get baptized and I'm going to get saved and then I'm just going to tell God, fuck him. No, but you... But I but love God, you, Jesus. But God also, when you get baptized, he gives you rules and commandments to live by. Does he not? There are Does he not? There are Does he not? You didn't give no commandments to live by. But when it comes post-baptism, you just got baptized and said, go free out into the wild with no structure. That's just like taking a child and spanking them and not telling them why they got spanked. But it also, if you want to go biblical, it also says the spirit of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. You didn't give now, that man no knowledge. I gave him instruction in the beginning part what? when I walked that ass. 
that ain't instruction. That's not instruction. That's domestic violence. That's not domestic violence. That is. You lay it's your hand not. on me. That's domestic no, violence. If you, listen, you trying to make me seem like I'm the fuck boy. I didn't make you seem like you the fuck boy. I want you to see it from both sides. What I'm, I'm saying is, in the future, I'm seeing it from both be clear about what you want. Don't don't assume that he will get it. And what I'm saying for everybody out there, no, you weren't. You just said that you never talked to him. You were clear that you were upset with what he did. I was, but in the but process you were not of me, clear that it could not happen Doctor Phil, your advice that you're giving me right now is completely like it's opposite of how I felt at that current moment. I looked at this man and said, "This is the person that I possibly wouldn't." So marry. you'll tolerate whatever? No, I wasn't going to tolerate whatever. He I thought always... it because you did not tell him that you would not deal with X. Y and Z for everybody out there. People live. People live for loopholes and excuses. When you are in a breakup so to make up, I was, I was dealing with my grandmother. In, in no, her, her I told me get where you're I, at. My focus was not on the fact of me saying, "Okay, well, boom, I have to give this man instructions." That right now I'm dealing with something. Mm-hmm. Not only am I dealing with that, I'm also recording a television show right now, and I mm-hmm. can't be in my house with you mm-hmm. to be up underneath you twenty four seven. Let's wrap this up. Let's bring okay. this to a close. Okay. It's been a rough journey. It has not. But everybody's gonna grow. Not, Everybody, people gonna grow from this. Something. People gonna send you messages. People gonna grow from this. Well, I hope they do. I hope they do. <laughs> All right. Listen. So, you guys continue on. You guys get back into it. Why do things end now? Or were there multiple things that came up? It wasn't multiple things. It just, it got to a things point came to where a head. I felt like at this point in time, I, 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 I'm not You kept growing. going through the phone. I'm not You growing. kept catching stuff. I ended you slept up, with Steve. Yeah, I ended up fucking Steve and not letting Steve know that I was the actual boyfriend. So, yeah. he had fucked Steve. He he was in. They were in a relationship. What? Yes. How are him and Steve in a relationship? And he's living in my house. How is that working? And you Baby, know that they're sitting here. I was wondering who are you texting constantly? Like uh-huh. I had to find out all of this. This is what I'm saying. If I'm as a grown man, if I gotta go, why through did all you this, even let that go on all that time? Because I was afraid of being alone. Let's just take a moment. It does a moment of silence. People can actually get to a point to where they feel like, especially when you're you're. In a whole different other city and state. You don't know anybody. You're starting all over. You're trying to figure out who's for you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You literally will get to a point to where the first thing that you get in the front of you that shows you some type of love or affection. It seems genuine. And it seems genuine. You will cling to that thing. And that will and be that one used thing that you to hold it. on to. You get used to and it. You, you look forward to it. to it. Yeah. But at the same time, you'll end up finding out that, bitch, you've been shitted on. You literally okay. have been shitted on. So in the process, I ended up sleeping with. So how did you, how did you, I need to understand how you plotted and planned this. Because you plotted and planned this. Yes. So how did you plot and plan this? And then we'll bring it it full circle. I I found the guy's Facebook, Mm -hmm. literally off of his his cell phone number. Uh Uh-huh. You can can search cell phone numbers. I did. (laughs) Ha ha. For people out there. That's why I never have mine registered. Yes. Um, I turned around, found him on Facebook, hit him up on Facebook, started following him, started having like conversation with him or whatever. He stays in Brooklyn. I ended up going out to Brooklyn, meeting up with him. Juniors? Juniors. We ended up going to Juniors, meeting up. Went over to his house, had sex. I then see his picture, my lover's at mm-hmm. the time, picture on his dresser drawer. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well, I want to see what all the So is that a picture of them together? Yes. Okay. Did you ask him who that was? No. 
Why? I would ask. Why would I ask? Clarity. I, I want. I want to hear the tea all the way from you on your side. No, baby. That would have wore you out. I didn't. Even, yeah, I, it really. That would've. probably would have wore you Bitch, out. I if he told you this whole story, we've been together for three years. Da, da, da. Okay, I would have probably started fighting in his house. But in you the was process, headed towards like Lynn Whitfield, a thin line. I really was because I was in love. But in the okay, process so of it, you see the picture and then you decide, yeah, we're gonna fuck. I fucked him. We had a great time. I then went back to my house. I laid in the bed next to him as if nothing had happened. And then I waited probably two or three weeks down the line. I said, yeah, he do got some good dick, though. How did you bring that up? How did that come about? Because he was sitting there texting him and he was getting smart with me. I'm probably on the phone with another nigga. I'm probably on with my other nigga. I'm talking about other nigga. I said the person's name. Is that him? Hey, he do got some good dick. Send him my picture. We should have a threesome with. He sends the picture. Cause I, by this time we don't opened it up. He said, "Oh, I know him." So y'all, see, so y'all was having threesomes together. No, we were supposed to have a threesome together. That was the ending all of the whole situation when he found out that I had already fucked his piece that he had been cheating on me with. Okay. See, it's a whole smorgasbord okay. of bullshit. So yeah. I got to the piece that he actually was playing me for until he got into his own apartment. Uh-huh. Am I making sense? Yeah. So he was using you until he get his own until place he again. Until get into his own place. But they had already set up what they were going to do with each other. How they was going to live together. How they were going to live together the whole night. So he yards. was getting ready to leave you. Basically. I strategize. I'm a motherfucking air sign bitch. It took you a minute. Day. It did. It did. I was a young, dumb, blonde. That's what it was. In conclusion. You let him know that. What is his reaction in all of this? It was another fight. Y'all put well, your hands on it, each other again. It wasn't with me, though. It was with the, the other guy. was with the other guy. But he didn't know. Exactly. So, it's funny how the tables turn. So, he moved, he gets all his stuff that night. Because he, he really likes the other boy. Hey, I'm in love. In, okay. in real love with the other guy. Okay. Well, but not in love you. with me. So, it ended up shit on his face. And that's the best part about it. Like, out of all of it, I still was triumphant in the end. You don't think that was triumphant? I think vengeance was served. Thank you. And that's all it was. It was mine, not said the Lord. I couldn't help but wonder. 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 Are men just women with balls? This is a good time to vent. Officially. Now, in the great tradition of Paris is burning, the library is about to be open. Hey! Because reading is what? Fundamental. That's right, children. Mm-hmm. Jermaine, are you ready for fuckboy versus fucked up? We just came out of your confession, honey. honey it, it was a lot. Y'all pray my strength in the Lord. I, I think I'm ready. I for think you. you're an I think you're an amazingly resilient individual after Thank hearing you. that. Thank you. And I think anybody would be blessed to have you. Oh, so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today's letter comes in from a couple named Trevor and DJ. They've been hey, together. Trevor, hey DJ. Hey Trevor. Hey DJ. They've been together two and a half years. That's and actually the name that my ex go by, DJ. Oh. Oh God, we're not gonna go. We're not gonna backpedal. Okay. I'm just All right. Sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They've been together. Trevor and DJ have been together two and a half years, and they they have an overall healthy relationship. Okay. But they have one big problem. What? Trevor's mom. Oh Jesus. It's almost as if he spends more time with her. Then his boyfriend, DJ. DJ wrote the letter in, just so you all know. What makes it worse is that she'll call DJ to talk about their relationship problems. Okay. Talk about in The base. mother will. Yeah, the mother will call DJ to talk about Trevor's issue with their relationship problems. 
I'm wait, wait. Trevor's so mom. Trevor's mom. Trevor's will call mom DJ. will call DJ. Okay. Yeah, that's not okay. The sad part about it is, he says she knows more details about what's going on in their relationship than DJ does, and she knows more about how Trevor feels more honestly than DJ, who is his own boyfriend. Okay. Whenever they have issues, Trevor runs to his mom instead of DJ, he says, who is his man. Okay. He said he doesn't know how to be in a relationship with Trevor's mom because he doesn't want to be in a relationship with Trevor's mom. He wants to be in a relationship with Trevor. Trevor. They've talked and Trevor says he sees nothing wrong and says DJ just doesn't have a good family life and family values and that's why bitch, he this doesn't is my ex that you're talking and that's about, why bitch. he this, doesn't understand uh-uh, bitch. whenever dj says he whenever he tries to confront trevor about the issues or removing his mother and kind of taking that third party out trevor's response is always that there's nothing wrong you weren't raised with good family values you don't have a good relationship with your family and that is why you don't understand why my mom would be so verbal and insert herself and try to be so you know i guess try to be so involved in our relationship dj wants to know is what trevor's doing a fuck boy thing is he a fuck boy or is what he's doing just fucked up that's a fuck boy move i think it's a fuck boy move what makes you think it's a fuck boy move i think because i think on dj's part it's a fuck boy how because of the simple fact of why are you getting upset about his relationship with his mother that that's how i feel okay Let, let me tell you why because if the mother is reaching out to you to try to help you with the relationship okay that means that it, it's something good. It's something she must see some good in you. Okay, and you know you got to get the approval from somebody's mother first before. Not before always, you. not with me. But DJ does not have. Even though my mother, like you know, she, yeah, but DJ, she can give D, a take. But DJ has no family morals that, as it already is. We didn't say he didn't have any family morals. He's not as invested in family as Trevor is, as he puts it. Well, that's not Trevor's fault. That's true. It's DJ's fault. You know what I'm saying? To me, I feel like if the mother is reaching out to you, she's trying to make you become a part of this family. So you should just suck uh, it up. I don't know. I think I think thing I think to this point, his mother I never want anybody to be more involved and know more about my relationship than me and my partner. Is she overstepping her boundaries though? Oh, beyond compare. She's overstepped her boundaries to a point to where if you know about what's wrong in our relationship first, if you know more about what's wrong and what's going on in our relationship than I do and I'm the person in it and I'm the person that's penetrating you, that is a problem. It shouldn't be a problem. A major problem. Well, you're not telling your mother about the sex. You should be telling me about any and every issue. My my blanket rule with anyone in my life and any person that I'm dating, no. You have to go to older people and ask them sometimes for advice. You, you, there's no handbook to being in a relationship. And there I, is no who, rule book. Who better than to go to your mother or your father if your father's okay? But why does my, why does your mother know about all our problems? Why is your mother coming to me Would about our problems? And person? I don't know that these are problems that we have. Do well, you get what I'm saying? That's what I, he's saying. I he's saying that. that she knows more about more issues and she knows in more depth and more because clarity about the problems. Be, if you cannot communicate with your partner, then that's the issue. Would you rather him go to a regular person or one of his friends and talk about y'all relationship issues? Mm-hmm. 
his mother, you know, she's going to be a confidant for him. She's not going totally to run agree. around and tell somebody else what's going on in your relationship because that's your mother. You mm-hmm. trust her. So with DJ not coming from that background and not knowing, you know, what it is to have the family values or that loyalty from the family, he should just sit back and say, okay, well, he could be going to another nigga that he's confiding in and that other person possibly could want to have sex with him or it could turn into him feeling sorry for him so then he's now laying on this person or he's leaning to this person to for some type of affection you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying yeah I agree with you it could be a gateway yeah it could be a gateway to basically fuck up the relationship more if his mother's coming to him he should be accepting to that mm-hmm. okay I'd rather him tell his mama than tell another motherfucker on the street okay I think there's nothing wrong with leaning on your mother, with going to her for advice, all those wonderful things. What I do think there is an issue when she feels comfortable enough to insert herself or reach out to you so proactively. If you get what I'm saying. I don't know. We don't have those details. Okay. But to me, for him to say that she's calling him whenever they have problems to talk about the problems, that's an issue for me. Because, and that she knows more about how he feels. She knows more honestly and in more depth. There is no one who should know in more depth what our issues are. I get it. And I would, and I would, and I would appreciate it. But what I'm saying is that's a critical error in how they're communicating and how Trevor is communicating. Well, if DJ is a confrontational person, and then Trevor doesn't want to go to him and say to him. And that would mean and that would mean my advice to DJ would be you have to work on being more receptive. And Trevor, yeah. you need to go to your partner first. If your partner is open to that. You but all have you, to create an environment. I get what you're I totally yeah. get what you're saying. You have to create an environment for you all to be able to have those conversations. But don't never stop but telling I do, your mama about what's going you on. You can talk to you, your mama, but I don't think it's healthy for your mother to be the third will in your relationship. No. I don't think it's that's healthy. just like some threes company shit. I don't think that it's either healthy. pick Chrissy no. or Jack. It's no, but if the mother, first of all, my mom is my best friend. I I go as far as to tell my mother whether or not I've had sex the whole nine yards. I tell her everything. But for me, I feel like my mother knows her boundaries. She, but this I, mother clearly does not. Well, she didn't say nothing. But child, this is what what's going on with y'all. But She's I don't, I don't, I don't that, need that from you. I need that from the horse's mouth. I need my partner personally. I want my partner to come to me. I will make sure, like I'm saying, DJ needs to make sure that I am in a position that is mature and receptive to hear what needs to be said mm-hmm. and be able to have a constructive conversation where we will be able to resolve it. What I will not do is have her coming to me. On and telling me about my relationship problem. What to do though? That I mean, I don't. don't It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But you have to. My partner needs to be coming to me. My partner. But your partner, if your partner feels like you're a confrontational person, your partner's not going to come to you. That's not. It's not going to happen like that. Then we don't need to be partners. Well, DJ and Trevor, y'all don't need to be partners. So you think DJ is being a fuckboy? I do think he's being a fuckboy because if the mother is coming to you and she's coming from a sincere place and saying, "Baby, this is what he's what what Trevor's issues are." I'm just trying to tell you. I'm trying to be a, a helping hand right now. Because she knows Trevor. I can see that. Because you know her child. She knows her child. So you should be receptive. I, you should. I think you can be receptive, but this clearly sounds like after two and a half years, you know. It I think it's. A, I think it's. Years. I think it sounds more like something that's gone too far. You get what I'm saying? I think DJ most likely is probably doing some shit that he ain't got no business doing, and the oh, mother damn. is clocking it. Real talk. I don't know about that. I ain't get all that from this well, piece. From I this got email. that. I'm telling you what I got because I don't like the name DJ. Well, all right. My conclusion. They always is, say while a man is sleeping, a woman is thinking. So for Trevor to go to his mother and he ask his mother for you know that advice, advice they got that it. the mother is she's going to give it. 
I would say that the situation is fucked up. I think you all need to create and reestablish some boundaries in your relationship. I think you need to also establish some new communication. I think you guys need to try to, yeah, I think you guys need to learn how to effectively communicate with each other without a third party, even though a therapist might become a new issue because you got another third person there. No, not necessarily because if you go to that therapist and that therapist can actually analyze both of you guys and see where each person is coming from, that's what they're getting paid to do. So, most of your confrontation is coming from the fact of y'all not listening to each other. And being able to do it on your own. Yeah. So, if you really want to make it work, don't let him push your mama out the picture, Trevor. I don't think he said the mama got to be out the picture. I think he said the mama got to be out the bed. I don't want, uh, she's essentially in their bed now. Fuck off. And there it is. Hey, how about we listen to a little bit of music? Bro. How did you know? I love this song. Trevor and DJ definitely have some work to do. They really do. They I'm really a, do. I, I don't know. I, I, there's a website called psychology.com. Mm-hmm. You can find, you can actually put in your insurance mm-hmm. and where you are, and it'll let you know like what therapists take your insurance in your area. Oh. Well, check it out. They Trevor and DJ. Trevor and DJ, you should really look into that. The now, song, we're on the song of the week. What is the song of the week, Mr. Jermaine? Michelle can't raise a man. It can't raise a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what does that song say to you? Um, Get rid of his ass real quick. And don't bring you no bad news. You tell him <laughs> to get on like it been shit on and speed out like it been peed out. Because you oh. ain't gonna raise no motherfucker. You're not gonna raise him. If you, you are over the age of 25, bitch, you should have some type of, you know, pension or something at this point. A time. pension? Yes. Where are we working? At the Levi's factory? Bitch, I don't know. Oh I my God. He gotta have something going on. He needs to have something. Now, that is true. And he shouldn't be calling home asking his mama for no money. He should not. Please make sure to follow our playlist on iTunes and Spotify at Fuckboy Problems. This is Can't Raise a Man by Cam Michelle. No matter how hard you try, you can't. believe what you're saying can we waken this up a little well yeah if you think you can okay Deanna if you wanna be somebody if you wanna go somewhere you better wake up and pay attention if you wanna be somebody if you wanna go somewhere you better wake up and pay attention if you wanna be somebody All right, we're at the final portion of the show, Jermaine. My favorite, as always, our fuckboy fixes. Mm. I think today the word has to be more so than ever, expectations. Got it. When I say expectations, I mean you have to establish your own Mm -hmm. expectations. Mm -hmm. You have to establish expectations of others. Okay. 
And I think you have to learn how to communicate them. And in your situation, and as many others, in the beginning, when you first start dating and getting in a relationship, you don't know what you want or how you want your relationship to work. Mm -hmm. So you kind of learn as you go. So you can't establish expectations then. But what you can do when you guys, you know, had your departure, Mm -hmm. you can evaluate, okay, what things went wrong? What things did I like? What things didn't I like? You could establish now, if we try this again, this is what I need. These are my expectations. And this is what I think we need to do to succeed Mm -hmm. and invite the other person to create expectations as well. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things to do is, you know, these are the things I need and you leave with what you need. Cause if you don't get what you need, you can't be fulfilled. Hello. 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 Can I tell you my expectations now? And then you ask them what theirs are and you all collaboratively make a list and you guys kind of mutually, you know, negotiate on what they can be for mm-hmm. both of you all to be fulfilled okay. by establishing and creating expectations for yourself in a relationship, personally, privately, and establishing relationships for both of you all to mutually move and live upon. I think you are able to move with intention and direction. What are your expectations now in dealing with someone? I expect them for the future because you are single, right? Yes. I so am. for the people out there, they might want to know this. I expect for him to have a big old dick. All right. I expect for him to have a nice banking account. I expect for him to have some type of five-year goals, not just to be happy. That's it. Um, I expect for him to know how to treat me like an individual that is supposed to be loved. I expect for him to not only you know treat me like I'm supposed to be loved, but I expect for him to have his own before he comes to the table. Thank you all for listening to this show. Thank you, guys. Jermaine, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. I am I'm just Jermaine Sellers. It's I M J U S T Jermaine Sellers, and um, you can also find me on the same name on Instagram and also. Look for me on Big O. I'm doing a show called Wake It Up um, with Bo and Code. And you guys can basically look me up on there. My name is Old Bitch and it's spelled O-L-D-B-Y-T-C-H. What is Big O? I need to understand what this Big is. O, Big O is like, it's it's like a pod, not podcast, but it's like you actually are on there and you're talking to people, like random people from all over. And basically you're giving them advice or whatever. You know, so do the damn do. Y'all find me on there. All right. Bye, fuck boys. Bye, fuck boys. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Please make sure to like us on Facebook at Fuckboy Problems. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, spelled F U K K B O I Problems. And if you've got fuckboy problems or just wondering if you might be a fuckboy yourself, feel free to shoot me a message at fbprobs at justinrain.com. Again, that's fbprobs at justinrain.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Justin Rain, and this is Fuckboy Problems.